Riley here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, October 18th, 2021. Stand up for your country. So we got the uh, Trump interview tonight. I think you'll find it interesting. If you don't, uh, you can make fun of me and do whatever you want. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. We get a lot of mail lately, a lot of interesting mail from all around the world. Um, So the interview with Donald Trump, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about it before we roll it. Uh, And that'll be coming up in four minutes or so. But first, let's check in with President Joe Biden, whose schedule today was a little bit light. Uh, Nothing. (laughs) I I get the feeling he doesn't work on Fridays and Mondays. Um, So he was out and about, though, on Saturday night. He was at the Fiola Mare restaurant in Georgetown. Um, but he and Jill weren't uh, wearing the masks. Uh-oh, uh-oh, oh, oh, no. See, the Secret Service guys had the mask, but not Joe and Jill, uh, and that is against the law in D.C. Uh, you have to inside anywhere where you're a little mask, and the president did. Now, if Donald Trump had done that, he would have been impeached. <laughs> Nothing going to happen. Probably most outlets won't even report it. Okay. Um, on Thursday, this coming, we're going to have a special on Joe Biden just for premium and concierge members only on BillOReilly.com. If you are not a member, this will enhance your life. I mean, it will. And uh, we have a 90% retention rate, which is unheard of anywhere in the world for our premium and concierge members. So give it a try. Um, and if you do this week, you'll be get, able to get to see the Biden special. It's entitled The Real Joe Biden. I know it's trite. I know. But that's what it is. I'm telling you why he's failing and who he is. And that who he is ties into why he is failing in his job. Rasmussen Daily tracking poll uh, props that up. 42% of likely U.S. voters now approve of the president's job performance. 56% disapprove. Okay, before we get to uh, the Donald Trump story, because I asked him about this, what I'm going to tell you, so I want to set it up for you in case you didn't see it. So I have a new column on BillOReilly.com entitled The Steal. And in the column, I tell you how the election of 2020 was skewed. And it wasn't Dominion voting machines or dead people. There was a little of that. But there was one big con, huge con. It had to do with Mark Zuckerberg the CEO of Facebook, who donated a colossal $420 million to try to get Democrats um, to vote in key districts like Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Fulton County, Atlanta. And how he did it was amazing. So if you have not seen that, we reported extensively last week, and my column is there for you to read, so it walks right through it. It's very important that you do, because it, it wasn't what it appeared to be at first, the, the vote. But now we're starting to uh, 
know how the boat was manipulated. So despite this story, uh, the evening newscasts have not covered it. What a shock. What What a shock. You know, the corruption at that, and everyone knows now. American press is finished. Okay, so let's get on to uh, one more stat that will amaze you. When I told some of my very intelligent liberal friends about the Zuckerberg thing, their reply was, well, look, Joe Biden won the popular vote by 7 million. That's true. But then O'Reilly goes deeper. Uh, I always do. So I can't deny that Joe Biden won a popular vote by 7 million. Can't deny that. And Zuckerberg's shenanigans would not have influenced that very much, the popular vote. However, um, put on a screen the popular vote from Biden and Trump, and you can see the difference. 81-2 to 74-2. All right. So there is a 7 million plurality for Biden. Put up there California. So in California, Biden wins by 5 million popular votes. Put up New York. In New York, very liberal, as California is, Biden wins by 2 million votes, popular votes. So add 5 million and 2 million together, what do you get? 7 million. Bingo! The 48 other states were equally divided popular vote between Trump and Biden. Did you know that? Bet you didn't. So this whole thing last time around, and if the states don't wise up and pass laws, remember, the states control voting, not the feds. Biden wants to take it over. It won't happen. The Constitution clearly delineates between the federal and states' responsibilities in the votes. States have to pass strict laws against what Zuckerberg did. Okay. So last Thursday, as I mentioned to you, uh, I went down to Palm Beach, quick turnaround, uh, met with Donald Trump. Um, I've known him for 30 years. I think my interviews with him are the best ever. You can Google all of them if you'd like. But I think tonight will demonstrate that. So we begin with Joe Biden. Roll it. You know, President Biden must really love you. He's doing you such a huge favor by being in so much trouble. And the country's collapsing. And then the polls show that people are almost having voter regret. Did you ever hear that phrase? Voter regret. Well, I think they might have regret, but I think they voted for me at a level that nobody's ever received before as a sitting president. 75 million votes and 12 million more than we got last time. So I'm not sure they have regret. I think we got No, no, they have regret voting for Biden. No, no, I understand what you're saying, Bill, but uh, I'm just saying we got a tremendous vote and the administration of Joe Biden has been a disaster. You don't think he's doing it on purpose to help you out? Oh, oh, sure. I'm sure he's doing it on purpose now. (laughs) Okay. I think they can't help themselves. So let's look ahead. Let's look ahead. That's what everybody wants to know now. If you decide to run for president again, you'll be in Grover Cleveland territory. You know that. I do. The only president who is elected to non-consecutive terms. So a lot of people are asking me, and I got tons of mail on this, Will President Trump change his style a bit if he runs again to be less confrontational to try to win over independent voters? 
Will you do that? Well, let me just tell you before I give you that answer, uh, I had no choice but to be aggressive and confrontational because I was hit with many phony deals from Russia, 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 impeachment, you know, hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, uh, so many Ukraine, Ukraine. We were hit with so many different things. The Mueller investigation, which turned out to be no collusion, uh, that you had to be confrontational and you had to move fast. And on top of that, I ran a country and we rebuilt the military and we did the biggest tax cuts and regulation cuts and all of the things we did. So I'd like to have a little bit more peaceful uh, presidency from the standpoint that the radical left went after me like they've never gone after a okay, person. But you know that when you were in the primary up against your Republicans who wanted to be president, it was Lion Ted, it was Sweaty Marco, it was Boring Jeb. I mean, you really went in and battered these guys. Would you do it again if you're primaried? Would you do it that way? I think it depends on who I'm running against. I mean, I have no idea who it would be. It was Paul Ryan. Well, that would be. You're going to go after him. You're going to. No, if it was Paul Ryan, I'd attack him very hard. I thought he's. I think he's terrible. Have you thought? I think about he's a though? terrible person for the Republican Party and for the country. But no, it depends on who I'd be running against. So, have you thought about? You're the 45th president with a pretty good record in office. I, I, I think a very good record. Okay, in but office, even even your detractors, the people who despise you, yeah, all right, they can't criticize a record-breaking economy, can they? Yeah, the best we've ever had. Okay. So does it occur to you that maybe I run on my record rather than I run on Donald Trump settling scores? Well, I think uh, I wouldn't be doing anything to settle scores. I just want to have our country back. Our country is lost right now. We suffered, in my opinion, the greatest embarrassment in the history of our country with Afghanistan. That withdrawal was shocking. It was a surrender. It wasn't even a withdrawal. That was a total surrender without a bullet being fired. And you look at 13 dead warriors. And by the way, many wounded. Nobody, and I'm talking about seriously wounded, legs and arms. Uh, and you look at $85 billion worth of equipment left behind. There's no reason. Why would you leave it behind? All right, let's get into that. So Biden blamed you and said, uh, you made a bad deal with the Taliban and that he inherited it and there's nothing he could do. I don't think many people buy that. Nobody believes okay. it. Look, look, okay, I made a look, great look, deal specific. to get out. So we you, didn't have a soldier killed, Bill, in 18 months. Not a soldier killed in 18 months. Right. They respected us. You told the Taliban, look, you don't mess with us right. and then we'll try to get a coalition government. But you didn't have the Kabul government in on those talks. It was you. Yeah. And the Taliban. That's right. By not having Kabul government in on the talks, did you emasculate them? They, there was no government. I was never a believer in Ghani. I thought he was a crook. And I said it five years ago, before I was even in politics, I said it. Uh, he was going to, I made the statement a long time ago, he will be out the door as soon as we leave. And eventually, right. so you had no leave. confidence in the Kabul government. I had no confidence in him, and I had no confidence in the, the government. And I had no confidence in the army who we were paying. We were paying their military people among the highest salaries in the world. Right. That's why they did it. Right. They didn't do it because they wanted something to do great for their nation. They did it because we were paying them six billion dollars. Yeah, they were mercenaries. Now, if you had been reelected, would the Taliban have taken that country over? 
the Taliban would probably — I'll tell you what I would have done. It would have been very interesting. I, th I had a great plan. Uh, we would have had some control. You don't want full control. We would have had some control. We would have kept Bagram for China much more so than for Afghanistan, because, you know, it's right next to China. Right. And very near their nuclear, where they do their nuclear development. That's not a bad place. And right now, from what I hear, China is going to take over Bagram. It cost us $10 billion to build it years ago. They're going to tell longest runways in the country, in the world, actually 20,000 foot runways. It cost us a fortune. China is right now. All right, but how would you have prevented the Taliban from taking over? Well, listen, we had to get out. It was 21 years. All right. It was ridiculous. To prevent uh, them from taking we, over. I think I would have tried to hold the country uh, in good. Uh, I don't think Ghani could have done it. I was totally against him from the beginning. Okay, and he exactly. left with his cash. It's you and the Taliban. And somebody has to look into right. that. I would say that I would have tried to keep this coalition of people together, but I don't think it would have worked. Somebody would have taken over because we had to get out, but they wouldn't have killed our soldiers. They wouldn't have kept our equipment. It would have been a much smoother been a much, exit. Yeah. I always said that that whole thing will collapse as soon as we leave. We were holding it together. Yes. So I think I would love to have given it a little bit of a shot, but once we're gone, I always said, and I said this years ago, it was going to collapse. Okay. So whether it's Taliban or not, now, Taliban would have been a much weaker force than it is right now. Right now, they have our equipment. They have Now they're asking for $10 billion worth of, $10 billion worth of money yeah, from yeah. the United States, and they're going to get it. I don't know. Biden's on the skids, wouldn't you say so? He, he's, he's, his poll numbers are way down. Nothing's working. And now, inflation's at 5.4%. You spent, your administration spent a lot of money. Because you had to rebuild this and you had to do that and all well, that. Well, just to say, just to say, we had to rebuild the military. Okay, that's We had right. an obsolete We military. know what you spent it on. How did you keep inflation under control for four years when he's been in for nine months and it's up 5.4%? Well, What's the difference? Okay, one of the big things I did was become energy independent. And we had very low energy costs. And if you're going to have high energy costs, everything else follows energy. Okay, so it was him shutting down uh, the Keystone Pipeline? I think it was a big thing. Not just Keystone. Keystone's the least of it. That was something he should have never done. I just had everybody. We were drill. You know the expression? Drill we must. And we were getting great energy. We, were, we had that more oil and mistake. gas. He put well, regulations on, on uh, oil and on the other happened, fossil fuels. Yeah, Bill, once that happened... When energy, look, when they were going to the pump and seeing $5, it was one eighty-seven a gallon. And now it's going to be over $5. Some places, it's already over $5. That goes throughout the whole economy. I think energy was a big factor, a very big factor. And I kept it lower. We were making money like hand over fist with energy, bigger than Russia, bigger than Saudi Arabia, energy independent. We were number one in the world. Once that stopped, and now we're going back and we're negotiating with OPEC, it's now $80 a barrel. Right. When I was there, and this is less than a year ago, it was $40 a barrel. It's it was crazy. less than that. It's crazy. Okay. That was a big so, factor. So the southern border has collapsed, right? You had to remain in Mexico policy. Uh, the Mexican government had their army on the border, right. preventing all of the migrants from massing and coming over. That army's gone now. They're because gone. Because of the way I dealt with Mexico, they gave us 28,000 soldiers free. 
no charge. Right. And they patrolled the border for us, and they did a great okay. job. So you got Afghanistan a catastrophe, you got high inflation, you got a collapsed border. Biden doing it on purpose? You would almost say, when you look at the border or when you look at the pullout of Afghanistan, you would almost say nobody can be that stupid. Nobody can be doing this thinking it's good. Nobody could pull out the soldiers in Afghanistan before they pull out the American citizens or before they pull out their $85 billion worth of equipment. I said, he must be doing it on purpose. They must hate the country. They must you hate really our country. you think that he's subverting his own country? I don't know what's going on. Look, look, look. You could ask a five-year-old child, and I actually did it. A young man was there. We talked about it with a group of people. I said, so what would you do? I'd keep the army there. I would keep the military there. <laughs> look, when you see something like Afghanistan, the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened, in my opinion, to our country, I think it's number one. And I think the border is... I don't think anything's close, but I think the border is it's a catastrophe. is very embarrassing right. to us. It's, it's a, a catastrophe, catastrophe. and it's, but, but, but it's killing our country. He's either doing it on purpose, or there's somebody telling him to do it. All right, people in his ear, and these decisions the president is making are hurting the country. It's either or. No, or they're incompetent. But that in would be the look. One. He's surrounded by you, just as you were. You know the game. You're in the Oval Office. You got experts all over the place. Are they all that? It could be that way. Look, look, it could be a number of things. It could be they hate the country. Now, I don't happen to believe that, okay? They can't. I mean, they just can't. But how do you make decisions like the border? We have coming into our country, they're emptying out their prisons in many other countries. You know, I used to talk about the three plus Mexico. Now I'm hearing it's 47 different countries. They're coming from the Middle East. Haiti. How can they're coming in from Haiti? Do you think hundreds of thousands from Haiti? Do you think President Obama has President Biden's ear? Do you think President Obama is involved at all in this? I think he's probably involved. But actually, I, I heard a statement which I respected. President Obama said, it's not sustainable to do what we're doing with the open that's border. That's what he said. He made that statement a few days ago. And I said, that's nice that he did that, that he said that. It's obvious that it's true. But this group is far left of Obama. Or, again, it's incompetent. I don't know. I've never seen anything like it. When you look at what's going on in Texas and Arizona, when you look at tens of thousands of people pouring into our country, and then they say you have to wear a mask, you have to get vaccinated, you have to do all these different things. And yet these people are flowing in by the hundreds of thousands a week. Yeah, with no regulation yeah. at all. If you were president, would you say to federal employees, particularly in education and the military, you have to get vaxxed? Okay. Would you have so, that man? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say to anybody you have to, but I would sell it. Look. I'm very proud of what we did with the vaccines. It was supposed to take five years, and they said it wasn't going to work. I did three vaccines in less than nine months, and they do work. They work really well. I would convince people, take it. I don't want to push it. Look, it's killing our country right now because so many people are being laid off. They can't get workers. That's a big factor, by the way, in why the ships are docked out there. We can't get sure. anything into the country. Sure. Because so you, you wouldn't have, mandate you have, federal well, you employees. you have massive numbers of great employees, great people, great employees, leaving their jobs because of the whole vaccine. Would you have them tested? They have to get Sure, they can be tested. tested. They can be tested. But here's the thing. 
When I was president, there was no talk about mandates or anything. Everybody wanted the vaccine. Now a lot of people don't want it. Anti-vaxxers. Well, they maybe don't trust Biden. Something's maybe, but going it's your on. vaccine, it's, and you've told oh, them to get vaxxed. It is, and and I have said it. And so does the poll. You and the I poll. Got, yeah, the poll said yeah. get vaxxed. Okay, I have said it. Other people have said it. But remember this: when they call a pause to Johnson and Johnson, that was a huge story. People said, "Would you say it?" I said, "Wait a minute. They just caused a pause over six people. I guess most of whom were okay in the end." They paused this. This was a huge headline. They don't know about Johnson and Johnson. They just know the yeah, vaccine uh, got pushed. The they have done so many things. But I just want to be clear. You would not mandate federal employees have to get vaccinated. No, but I would. I think I'd get most people to take All it. Right, I think wait, you wouldn't. I think it. that they would trust me. Okay. They're not trusting this administration. Did China weaponize COVID and then it escaped from Wuhan lab? I, I think what happened is China looked, and I was the first one, one of the early ones to say it came from Wuhan, that came right. from the lab. Chinese virus. And everyone went crazy. You know, I never forget, I said that. I didn't think it was such a big statement. People went crazy, the left. They went totally crazy when I said it. Uh, so the big question is, did China do this on purpose or not? I think probably they didn't, okay? They did not. I think they did not do it on purpose. Uh, it certainly fit their agenda pretty well in many ways because it knocked us out. It knocked out the world and it knocked them also, however, but they were able to control it. One of the worst things that happened is they kept it in Wuhan and the rest of the world, but it didn't go to the rest of China for the most part. Yeah, they, it didn't they, go to the... But you could fly. So they put a wall, so to speak. But I you don't think, think they weaponized COVID? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't All right. think so. Why didn't I you fire certainly Fauci? hope not. Why didn't you fire Fauci? Everybody hates Fauci. Well, now. it didn't matter because I did pretty much the opposite of what he would suggest. <laughs> but you still had him. No, he's been there a long time. I actually got along with him very well. Call me Tony. He goes, call me Tony, sir. Uh, <laughs> call me Tony. He was a much better promoter than he was a doctor. But you didn't fire him. No, I didn't fire him. He, he said, uh, let, let them come in from China. Months after I closed it, I Don't said, no, I'm not going to In hindsight, that. you should have sacked him. Come on. He had, he had much less influence in my administration. Optics. Well, look, I mean, Tony, one, one more, wait, one more. wait one second. Tony Fauci said, masks are no good. Don't wear masks. I, I now he's we a, all know that. Now he's a radical master. Why didn't fire him? And he's been there a long time. Why didn't you fire General Milley? Come on, Milley. So Milley was a different guy when I was there. Different guy. He played uh, to whoever was sitting in the Oval Office. So he's a phony. Well, I, I, he made some statements that were really dumb. For instance, on the military, when I said we're moving out of Afghanistan, we'll take our time. I dealt with Abdul. Abdul was not going to do anything to us, the head of the Taliban. And I was very rough with Abdul. But you know what? It was fine. We had a good understanding and we got along just fine. But Millie said when I said all equipment out, all people out, all Americans out and other people. But I said, I want every nut, every bolt. I want the tents. The, the, I want everything. And I Millie want... said, fine. No, Millie said, sir, it's cheaper to leave it there than it is to take it. I believe that's why they left it. Because well, why didn't you fire him when he said it? No, I just thought he was very stupid. OK, well, why did you keep him there? Uh, it's a long story, but I will tell you. You know, they've been there a long time, and I'm not looking to do terrible things to people, but he said a lot of stupid things. Man. All right. Lots now, of final question. You know the Zuckerberg story unfolding? I'm hearing it's a big story, okay. and I think it's illegal what he did. Well, this is the real rigged election.
This is the real steal. Well, it's part of it, but it's no. Part but of this it. is it. Yeah. If you see where the four hundred million dollars that he donated to the left wing nonprofits, if you see where that money is, because we've been investigating, it's in all the places that there was suspect. So it wasn't voter machine fraud or dead people. It uh, was. By the way, it, it was everything. It was all right, including. But this it. was the big one. You realize, because you're president of the United States, it is against the law to electioneer at a polling place. Yeah. You can't. That's a crime. Okay. All right. But not if you have mail-in ballots. You can go to somebody's living room and fill it out for them. Yeah. That's what happened. Okay. That's, one, that's part of what happened. Let me tell you. What he did, in my opinion, was illegal. This is Zuckerberg. Yeah. It was illegal. With the drop boxes or the lock boxes or maybe the unlock boxes. It was electioneering. Did you ever see the percentage of vote that Biden got in those boxes when they came in? And sometimes those 90%. boxes. 90%. Sometimes 97%. Yeah, because he was, they were targeting it. Correct. And, and there are those that say it was totally illegal. But it, he's going to get away with it. But now we know what happened. Poor Rudy Giuliani. Well, you don't know if he's going to get away with it, okay? Not under the Biden Justice Department. But it Department. would seem that they don't do anything to anybody but Republicans. Doesn't it seem that way, right? Well, Wisconsin's not going to do anything because Evers vetoed it already, and Biden and Merrick Garland are not going to do anything. You know Wisconsin that. is looking very, very strongly at it right now. Their Senate, which really controls that, Evers more so than Evers. Let's see what happens. All right. But with Wisconsin, they found tremendous fraud. But when you look at those boxes and what you look at what Facebook and others did, it's a disgrace. Now, we covered an, enorm an enormous amount of ground, thanks to me, because I am focused, all right? But I just want to get this. You're thinking about changing your style if you get back into the presidential sweepstakes. You're not going to be as harsh because you have a record to run on. Is that what I've heard? I will do whatever it takes to make America great again. That's all I'm going to so do. If you, if it whatever has... it takes. If I have to be harsh, I'll be harsh. If I have to... Let me tell you, I was harsh with NATO. Got $430 billion from NATO. They were ripping us off. That's not off. what I'm talking about. I know what harsh. I'm talking about. I know exactly. But I'll do whatever it takes to make America great again. Our country is in trouble. Our country... Big time. ...has never been in a position like it is right now. We're not respected by anybody. I will do what it takes. And it will be all about America first. Whatever I have to do. Now, we have sold more than 30,000 tickets Good. for the... Trump O'Reilly history tour. Good. I always put your name first, Mr. You better. President. You better. Okay. okay. <laughs> More than 30,000. We still have about 15,000 left. All right. I think based on this interview that anybody would want to see oh, Trump O'Reilly on the stage. Do you concur? I think so. I think it's going to be very successful. Already is successful. Look, with virtually no advertising, in fact, until a couple of weeks ago, no advertising. Right. You sold 60% uh, of the seats, as I understand it. You're doing, it's because we're of doing you. four locations. It's not me. It's you. Well, it's a combination. Look, it's right. a combination. We have nice ties, both of us. We've always had a great thing, not necessarily friendly, but we've always had some great little debates going over the years. And like today. We always had a lot of fun. But I think we're going to have fun. We're going to learn together. We're going to have a great audience. And it really is selling amazingly well. You know, considering we spent no money on promotion, That's right. no, no marketing. money on anything. Right. 
And we have big arenas and they're almost sold out. They're getting close to being sold right. out. So congratulations. Thank you, Mr. President, for Thank putting you. up with me. I think that was one of the best interviews you've done. I see you on cable TV. Nothing comes close to this. You know it. You know it. You do a good job, Bill. I've always said it. Thank you. All right. So uh, let me know what you think. Bill at BillOReilly.com and name in town if you wish to apply. Put it up there. This is where we're going to be. And I hope you guys um, check us out. So there's still some nice seats available. Uh, FLA Live Arena and Sunrise. That's Lauderdale, December 11th, December 12th. Amway in Orlando. Big show there. And then the 18th in the Toyota Center in Houston. And the following day, Sunday, the 19th, Dallas American Airlines Center, and uh, we would love to see you there. All right, so that, I thought that was interesting, we'll see. So remember Andrew McCabe, the second in command, the FBI under, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jeez, Comey. All right, so he got fired, and uh, because the uh, Inspector General of the Justice Department, Michael Horowitz, said he lied and uh, he leaked stuff and he did all kinds of bad things. So he got fired and he sued. McCabe sued the Justice Department. And so the Justice Department caved under President Biden and Merrick Garland. And they're giving uh, McCabe $200,000 in payments for his pension and installing the impension forever. And they're paying his legal fees of a half million dollars. It, it's just staggering how corrupt that is. Climate change activists storm a building at the U.S. Interior Department. This happened last Thursday. OK, so you didn't hear about it because the network news blacked it out, did not cover. They did the same thing the demonstrators did on January 6th at the Capitol. They tried to break into the building, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, and they were not successful because security is much better than it was back then. Police have arrested 55 people, 55. Now, I doubt if any of them be charged like January 6th. But again, you did not know about it or see it because the nightly news on all three networks did not cover it. COVID. So Colin Powell dies uh, from COVID and he was vaxxed, but he had uh, multiple myeloma a cancer of the blood, and that's what did him in. So he caught the virus. He couldn't fend it off uh, as vax people who are healthy can, and he died. Now, I knew uh, General Powell, Secretary Powell, um, not well, but, you know, I sat next to him on a plane one time, and it's a conversation, and then a couple of uh, charitable benefits for best friends in Washington. He was there. I always had a reservation about the general. I felt he was way too political. And I wanted an explanation of Iraq. So the reason that I said, yes, we should go in and forcibly try to remove Saddam Hussein was because of Colin Powell, who as Secretary of State said, you know, our intelligence says for sure that Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction. I believe that because he said it, not because of Bush Cheney or Rumsfeld. Because he said it, because I knew that Powell was skeptical. He wasn't, you know, an establishment guy. But in the end, he turned out to be that. So I never got the explanation, and no, neither did you, about how that intelligence was botched. And we, the people, deserve it.
But anyway, uh, our condolences to the Powell family. He was a great patriot. Everybody should know that. 40% of California state workers are unvaxxed. They don't know what to do out there. The deadline has passed. Uh, Governor Newsom doesn't want to fire them or suspend them. 52% of the California Highway Patrol chips unvaxxed. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Cancel culture update in East Lansing, Michigan Public Schools. No more Halloween. No more Valentine's Day. Nope. Not in the school. The uh, pinheads who run the schools say, quote, each year, along with the fun of Halloween parties and parades, we also have students whose families do not celebrate or feel comfortable with their children participating in Halloween costumes. We have young children who become overwhelmed and sometimes frightened of the costumes, blah, 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 blah. I mean, who does this hurt? So I said last week, this hurts the kids. They like Halloween. They like Valentine's Day. They don't like Valentine's Day because they don't want boys and girls focusing on each other. All right. I'm not going to say anything more about that, but this is insane. So those of you who live in the East Lansing School District, you guys should really mobilize. Western Carolina University in uh, Western North Carolina has given a pamphlet to the students uh, about Halloween costumes. My culture is not a costume. It's more. It's my culture, my heritage, my identity, my religion. And this is Halloween. Think before you dress up. At Western Carolina University, we do not mimic culture, racial, or ethnic groups. Give me a blank and break. Ah, oh, awful. This woke business is just brutal. Superman. Superman was invented in the 1940s to raise morale of the American public during World War II. The motto, as you know, was truth, justice, and the American way, which was different than the German or Japanese way. But now the American way is gone, according to Jim Lee, chief creative officer of DC Comics. The new motto, truth, justice, and a better tomorrow, and Superman is by. No more. For me, Superman, out, gone, see you, Jim Lee, you're a moron, a destructive moron. This day in history, October 18th, 18, 1931, October 18th, 1931, the most 
vicious criminal in the USA at that time was found guilty of tax evasion. His name, Al Capone. Now, you know the story, all right? Treasury Secretary Elliot Ness and his crew of untouchables um, couldn't get Capone on murder or bootlegging or anything like that because the Chicago cops were too corrupt. So they went in, they looked at his income tax, and they found out he never filed any income tax. And they got him. Now, one of the best movies about Al Capone, even though it's not strictly true, is The Untouchables. Roll the tape. People are going to drink. You know that, I know that. We all know that. And all I do is act on that. And all this talk of bootlegging. What is bootlegging? On the boat, it's bootlegging. On Lakeshore Drive, it's hospitality. <laughs> I'm a businessman. And what of your reputation that you control your business through violence? That those that don't purchase your products are dealt with violently? Is that right? I grew up in a tough neighborhood. And we used to say you can get further with a kind word and a gun than you can with just a kind word. <laughs> and in that neighborhood, it might have been true. And sometimes the reputation follows you. There is violence in Chicago, of course, but not by me and not by anybody I employ. And I'll tell you why, because it's not good business. All right. So Capone was sentenced to 11 years in Alcatraz, which was a mental institution in San Francisco Bay that housed the worst criminals in the USA. Served his time. I write about this extensively in Killing the Mob. If you really want to know the true story of Al Capone, that book has it. But then he was released. He went down to Florida, Capone, and he died at age 48 of syphilis. So Capone got his karma, but he was one rough customer and he was convicted of tax evasion 90 years old ago today. I will take a quick break. I'm going to have a short mail segment because we've got a lot, you know, with the Trump interview today. And then we'll have the final thought on TV commercials that I am really angry about. Right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, take a few letters here. Uh, Owen Woodruff, uh, Simi Valley, California. Best analysis I heard on what really happened during the 2020 election bill. Finally, some light into a very dark period. Tim uh, Guglielmo, Pearl River, New York. Your explanation of voter fraud makes the most sense. That's why I became a lifetime concierge member. And we appreciate that very much, Tim. If, if our reporting on this and on... Um, uh, Donald Trump and the coming special on Joe Biden doesn't get you to become a premium member. Nothing will. I mean, nothing will. 
Holly uh, Bartholomew, Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, your take on how Zuckerberg influenced the election is right on. We could see it happening here in Wisconsin. Parks with tables set up to help voters and drop boxes for volunteers to put the votes in. You bet. Dr. Peter Steinberg, Brookline, Massachusetts. What is precluding Republicans from bundling mail-in ballots and beating the left at their own game? Nothing but ethics, doctor. It's wrong, but it's legal. Uh, John, you were very adamant tonight that there was insignificant election fraud from the Dominion machines. Can you share with us what information you have that makes you so extremely confident? I can share the information I have that there is no information, none, put forth that the Dominion voting machines were corrupted. None. And of course, Dominion is suing Giuliani, Powell, Fox News, and others, and Dominion will win those lawsuits, I predict. So, evidence goes both ways. If you don't have any, that's evidence. Chris Hetman, Lake Ronkonkoma, New York. I just read your column. And you are leaving out the audit in Arizona. Why? Because the audit in Arizona was done by a private company. All right? It was paid for by Republicans. And there really isn't any definitive answer to what they did other than Biden got more votes in Maricopa County, Phoenix, than before this place audited. So, I mean, you want to take it to the bank, go ahead, but the bank is not going to take that deposit. All right, one more. Bottom line is voting should be uh, one day in person with voter ID. That's Mario on the message board right on Mario. Final thought, I'm, I'm a little upset about some commercials. I'll be right back with it. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, here's the final thought of the day. So I I watched some NFL football, although we don't have it here in New York. (laughs) That was nasty, isn't it? The Giants and the Jets. Oh. But anyway, all during these football games, you got betting, 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 betting. And the NFL used to, you know, they suspended Alex Harris and Paul Horning for betting. Remember that way back in the 60s? But now, they want you to bet. Let's go. This is bad. It's really bad. I'll never take a gambling ad on the No Spin News or any of my enterprises on radio or anything. I'll never do it. Why is it bad? Because it corrupts children. They think that betting is some kind of game. It's fun. It's this. It's that. Betting can break you. And I know. You know. Now, I bet a few games for fun. No heavy money. I don't uh, gamble in the casinos. I don't do that. And I'm not moralizing. If you want to go into a casino, a legal casino, and bet, go have fun. You want to bet a game? Have fun. But you got to understand that just like alcohol, people get addicted to gambling and it ruins them. And to make it so frothy and so light and, oh, yes, parlay this, do that. Oh, man. I just really, really something not good about this. And the NFL 
But they, it's all about money. You know that. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, a few years ago, Pete Rose. Look at Pete. He's betting on his own team. But, yeah, I, you know, at least baseball hasn't done his betting thing, and I hope it never does. That is a final thought. Thank you for watching us tonight. Let us know what you think of the Trump interview and the entire program, and we'll see you tomorrow.